Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant. What's going on here? <laughs> Thank you very That's kind of fitting. That was really nice. Thank you for singing happy birthday. That's uh, I feel like somebody that showed up to a surprise party. Have you ever, have you ever known one of those to turn out right? Nope. Me neither. I don't know. Anywho, we surprised my, my little brother for his 30th, and it was not a good deal. Today is uh, Pentecost Sunday. It's actually also the, the birthday of the church. Um... J. Vernon McGee called it the immaculate conception of the body of Christ today, a couple thousand years ago. So that's why some of us are wearing red. That's why we got the, this is, this is called Pentecost Fountain. That's what I've named it. And it's, uh, John the Baptist says, I, I baptize with water. The one after me will baptize with fire. And that points to the Old Testament, right? Remember, anybody remember the exile? What would they follow? In the day, they would follow a pillar of cloud. And then in the night, they would follow a pillar of fire. Thank you, Atkins family, for putting that thing together. And hey, oh, before we applause, I've been notified. We need to ease up on the applause. For real, it's like... This is, we, we worship, who's our audience? God, right? And this goes for me included. <laughs> I'm the biggest, I can't help myself but clap a lot. Um, but just tone it down a little. That's what the session told me to tell you. Everybody's tone it down a little. <laughs> there it is. Uh, no, quit it. Quit it. <laughs> Uh, what am I supposed to say? I don't know. Singing birthday people. I throw me off. Um, I think I'm going to do some announcements. That's right. We got right after this a cornhole tournament. You pay for some barbecue. pay for some opportunities to compete against me in a cornhole tournament. Um, stick around. The sun's probably going to break through right when we get done with this, which is going to be fun. Also, it's a communion service. Anybody listening on the podcast, uh, get your elements ready. Anything else? I think I'm, uh, no, there's, a, there's a baptism in this service, and I'm excited about it. Um, but I've been notified that the person that is being baptized, some of the family or friends, isn't going to be here till later. So we're going to move stuff around, Cornell. Do you hear that? We're going to move stuff around. We're not going to do the baptism towards the beginning. We're going to do the baptism and the new members Whenever this person shows up. Who are we waiting for, Karen? Tia? Tina. Dina. And I'm okay with that. Everybody's okay with that, right? I think it's good. About half the room is like, no, I'm Presbyterian. (laughs) I'm not okay with that. Uh, Pentecost actually...
was a Jewish festival, right? What was the Jewish festival celebrating? Nope. The reaping of the harvest. It was 50 days after Passover, and they would get together and they'd celebrate how good God has been or pray to God for more grain or wheat or whatever they're growing. And so the disciples were hanging out in the upper room looking for something to celebrate in bus the Holy Spirit. And instead of the text that I was going to read for our call to worship, I'll read this text, Acts chapter 2. Please stand. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them. All of them. Panta. All of them. Were filled with the Holy Spirit. And began to speak in other languages as, as the Spirit gave abilities. Let's worship the triune God of, of His Word this morning.
we'll go into the choral anthems. Uh, is she here yet? Karen, can I see? Is she here yet? Okay, perfect. We've got to work out a system. Whenever she shows up, like wink twice or clap or something. Okay. Okay. I, I still love her. Everybody's, everybody chill. Hey, what do you think of me doing my sermon right now? I think that sounds good, too. We'll front load this thing. We'll confess later, right? I was going to kick off a new series for the summer today. We were going to be raise your gaze and, and we're lift up your eyes in worship of the Lord. And we were going to focus on the Pentecost text where it says, God came down came down and made us a church. But then I've been struggling with all the news, right? All the shootings and all the, the wildness. Um, and I met with my covenant group, a bunch of pastors down in Laguna Beach. And a guy named John McKegg, actually Chuck DeBerard's uh, late son, Bob, used to worship with him down south somewhere. And he said, just keep reading. Just keep reading in Acts chapter 2. And I think there's a message for us. And so, Acts chapter 2. And if they can't find it, there's Bew Bibles, if you guys feel okay with that. But if not, there's wipes, there's all kinds of stuff. But Acts chapter 2, I'm going to start in verse 37. And just background, Luke wrote Acts and this is really early, and it's the second part of a two-part book, the Gospel of Luke and the, the Acts of the Apostles. And this is where the action of the apostles begins. They, they gather, like I said, in the room. Spirit drops, births the Christian church. Peter stands up and preaches, and he nails it. If you ever want to read a really good sermon... Read Acts chapter 2. Jesus' best friend, the rock, gets up and says, repent, do all this stuff. He's doing all this. Right at the end of that sermon, that's where we're going to pick up the text. Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 37. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart. When they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the other apostles, brothers and sisters, what should we do? Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus the Christ, so that your sins may be forgiven, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you, for your children, and for all who are far away, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to him. And he testified with many other arguments and exhorted them, saying, Save yourselves from this corrupt generation. So those who welcomed his message were baptized. And that day about 3,000 persons were added. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to the prayers. This is the word of the Lord. Open with a question. 
Have you been cut to the heart lately? Yes. What are some ways that you've been cut to your, to your heart? And just say it. Say again. The war in Ukraine. Anyone else? The mass shooting. I was cut to the heart yesterday. It's my birthday. Missed my mom like crazy. Any other ways you were cut to the heart? Death of a friend. Cancer. Yes, all the kids with cancer. Put yourselves in those first apostles' shoes. What do we do? What does Peter say? He says this. The sacraments. Do the sacraments. Celebrate the Lord's Supper together. Baptize one another. We got a baptism coming up in the service. Could not be more fitting. We're doing what we're supposed to be doing. What do we see in the action of the people? As Peter says, get about doing the sacraments. Get about baptizing brothers and sisters in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Get about breaking bread and remembering that Jesus died for all of those folk that are causing trouble. The great equalizer. You and I are both the same. We've both messed up. We both need a Savior. We both need the Spirit to walk and live through us. And then what do they do? You see, a lot of times, you see in Scripture, you're taught like just by somebody telling you, hey, do this. Go move there. Other times you see in Scripture, by watching and looking at the folk that are being described in the narrative. They start sharing with one another. They start fellowshipping with one another. Every meal is, a, is an opportunity to gather and create new friends. How do we apply this? Anybody? We go about the service, and we're doing half of it. You ever, you ever, you ever, <laughs> you ever been? Well, actually, I'll tell you a story. I was back at Biola University, and Walt Russell. He had this huge class for Biola. It was a huge class. It's like probably a hundred people, and. Um, we're all in this like, like sanctuary type deal, and uh, it's in the chapel. And he's saying pop quiz, and I had a really big problem at that moment. <laughs> what was my problem? I'm a C student. I wasn't prepared for a pop quiz. <laughs> you know, I wasn't. I hadn't been doing the reading. I hadn't been. I was. I was waiting for the test. Walt Russell says, 
Who in here do you think is the smartest person? Him or her? And bring that person up here, and they'll take the quiz on behalf of the whole class. I've never loved anyone more in my life. (laughs) Complete stranger. We're in that situation. What do we do? We've been cut to the heart. What do we do? Ladies and gentlemen, we're doing it. We're doing it. We're going to break bread later in the service. We're going to baptize Sean Mora. We're doing it. And I want to say, this is a fellowship. Like, this is a hub of community and loving one another. And once again, I want to say, don't, don't get lazy in that. Don't, don't get tired of inviting new folk to be a part of this adventure, right? Amen. Amen. Anthems, yeah? We get to hear some anthems. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. You know, it comes from the top down now. Pastor Jason had to improvise, I as well. Okay, first of all, uh, I'd like to wish you a happy Pentecost to all of you all of you here. And I'd like to uh, just welcome our guest singers, both the choir and the band. I'm gonna start with the choir. Because there is a shower, I very like grace. Alright. I have you all on the auto. I have Joshua Hansen on the tenor and the Rolson on the bass. And I have Michelle Felix in the band there and Rebecca Mayer. So welcome all of
I think, well, yeah, she's here. Excellent. We're going to push pause and we'll do it. Yeah, we'll do the other anthem in a second. I want, we're going to do prayer confession next. Okay. And then after the prayer confession, because I feel like we need to confess some sins. And then uh, we'll do the baptism and then we'll do the anthem, I'll fly away. I think that then we'll be back on schedule and headed towards the table. Is everybody okay? Okay, perfect. We're all cool and flexible today. (laughs) If you think this is exciting, what did Pentecost, what was that like? Okay, take a deep breath. Jesus says to anyone who is thirsty, come to me. Out of the believer's heart shall flow rivers of living water. Let us confess our sins together. Almighty God, you poured your spirit upon the gathered disciples, creating bold tongues, open ears, and a new community of faith. We confess that we hold back the force of your spirit among us. We do not listen for your word of grace speak the good news of your love, or live as a people made one in Christ. Have mercy on us, O God. Transform our timid lives by the power of your Spirit, and fill us with a flaming desire to be your faithful people, doing your will for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Through Christ, God has poured out the Holy Spirit upon us for the forgiveness of sins. In the name of Jesus, we, we are forgiven. Amen. Through Christ, God indeed has poured out the Holy Spirit among us for the forgiveness of sins. So I declare to you and to each one of us, in the name of Jesus, we are forgiven. Amen? Amen. Amen. Would I, can I get the new members up here? I don't know if we can all fit up here. Yeah, I think so. I'll sit, stand right here just in case any, anybody catches on fire. It's me. How you doing, man? Oh, I need that sheet. Right here. How about right there? I need that little sheety sheet. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Right here, we got Justin Yagerlener. We got Edson. And then we have Sean Moore eventually. But he's, fit, he's filming it also. And so we have a proclamation of faith. And we have a reaffirmation of faith. And then we have a letter of transfer. So one of each. I'm excited. Um, do you guys need to stand up or anything? Are you doing well? <laughs> Thank you, Mom. <laughs> you need to be away from the fire. Okay. Maybe somebody, can anybody know any key? Anybody know any songs? Okay.
I'm going to start with, I'm going to ask the proclamation of faith people and the reaffirmation of faith person a couple questions. And then you respond with, uh, I'll, I'll actually tell you what this respond with. First question. Trusting in the gracious mercy of God, you turn from the ways of sin and renounce evil and its power in the world. Please say, I do. Who is your Lord and Savior? Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. Excellent. Will you be Christ's faithful disciple, obeying his word and showing his love? Please respond with, I will with God's help. I will with God's help. And then this is for all of you. Will you be a faithful member of this congregation, this local outpost of God's kingdom? Share its worship and mission through your prayers and gifts, your study and service, and so fulfill your calling to be a disciple of Jesus the Christ. Please say, I will with God's help. I will with God's help. Okay, and this is my favorite part of weddings. This is my favorite part of new members. This is my favorite part of this church, uh, the capital C church. It's where we promise to these folk. It's where we vow to be in their corner praying for them. Asking, asking on their behalf for the Spirit to show up. Inviting them over for meals. Inviting them over, drinking coffee with them. Going through the valleys. Going through the dips together. Do you, Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, promise to faithfully serve Jesus Christ and lead these folk closer to the Lord by your walk. Please say, I do. Ow! Yeah. Many people probably remember, well, the older folk in here remember this young man. Uh, I've heard crazy stories, and I don't know if they're true. The next part, Karen, would you um, help me? We're going to baptize Sean Mora. And so maybe you guys kind of stand, actually stand back here in front of the guitar. And then Sean, you're going to kneel right here. Yep. And then I'm going to say a few words. Would you kneel, please? In the beginning, the Spirit hovered over the water. And then as you follow the Spirit and water, they have a close relationship all throughout the Old Testament. And then John shows up, and he's baptizing people, which was actually a a Hebrew cleansing ritual. But he transformed it, like the New Covenant transformed the table that we're going to celebrate. He transformed it into an outward sign and seal of a reality, of a truth that as Sean sits here and kneels down, as he kneels right here, he is one thing. After I baptize him, after we baptize him into our family, he's a new creation. It is no longer he who lives, but Christ who lives in him. And take this as a reminder, folks. If you're baptized, take this as a reaffirmation or a renewal of these vows. 
I'm going to pray over this water. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit, I pray that you would anoint this, this water as it is used in this sign and seal of a reality that is beyond comprehension, a mystery. Thank you, but thank you that through your spirit, you are making Sean a new creation. I pray that this outpost would help equip him. And I pray that you would shine forth in and through him. And all God's people said, Would you please hold that? Sean Mora, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit. It says in your word that nothing can separate you. Nothing can separate Sean from your love. I pray that Sean would live in this reality, claimed, washed anew, and surrounded by saints. And all God's people said, Please welcome these new members and this newly baptized brother. We're supposed to anoint these, these, these new members by serenading them in the Apostles' Creed. Please stand. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Please be seated. And youth, you may be excused. Um, okay, why don't we 
congregation to join me is the last one with the saints go marching in. Micah, go ahead and do the G, the, the G, the G major. We're going to do one round of the choir, second round of the But I want you to be very fast in them for everybody. That um, the first anthem was about portraying the event of the gospel of the way coming with the Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit. All right, that happened 2,000 years ago. Many Christians, the Christians lived on this earth following that. Now, 2022, we're here. We are testimony of what happened back then, 2,000 years ago. Now, we have been uh, born again.
exactly what happened on Pentecost, right? <clears throat> so, let's praise. faces nobody's singing this is Pentecost at least fake it till you make it okay let's stand all right at least sway I'm gonna encourage clapping just in this segment let's praise here we go from the top
Tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is undone in your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, you are welcome.
I'll make this second sermon real soft. Uh, just kidding. Um, would you put that text back up? Yeah. No, that, would you put the, um, just that lyric to that we just sang? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. That text. Yeah, right there. I think if if I were to add one more application to my text or my sermon earlier in the service, um, it would be this. Mean these words. Seriously plead for the Holy Spirit to flood the rooms that we walk in. Um, That the glory of the Lord, that's what our hearts would long for, right? Right? And just be overcome. Have you been to the beach lately? They've been double overheads, which means in Huntington anyway, huge, ginormous. I just feel like us as a church should walk metaphorically and stand in front of a double overhead that has the Lord written on it and just have it take us out, right? Um. My prayer for my sermon is that we would be filled with hope and the Spirit would flow through us and we would be courageous. Second amen on my sermon. Um, Now it's part of the service where we continue to worship, um, but we offer back to God just a portion of what he's given to us. Um, We're not going to be passing the plates, and so there'll be plates on on the way out. And if you're listening online, please send your tithes and your offerings to Presbyterian Church of the Covenant, P.O. Box 2128, Costa Mesa, California, 92628. Let's lead us in worship a little more.
Our Lord promised that when he physically left the earth, he would send the advocate to be with us. This paraclete or helper became the link that connects the physical presence of Christ through the centuries down to us. With the presence of the paraclete, Christ is still present with us, teaching, guiding, and assuring us of the unending love of God, just as Jesus did. Jesus said, I will never leave or forsake you. This morning, as we gather around this table, Christ is present with us. The words we speak are Christ's. The sacrament we share was instituted by him as he told us to go and do this in remembrance of me. And so we do. Would you join me in prayer? It is truly right and our greatest joy to give you thanks and praise, eternal God, You've breathed into us the breath of life and set us on earth to praise and serve you. When we lost our way, you called us back, then sent your own Son to save us. Thank you for Jesus, our Savior and Lord. When he breathed his last upon a cross, you raised him from the tomb, breaking the power of death and opening the way to eternal life. Remembering all your mighty and merciful acts, we take this bread and this wine from the gifts you have given us and celebrate with joy the redemption won for us in Jesus Christ. Accept our praise and thanksgiving as a living and holy offering of ourselves that our very lives may proclaim the one crucified and risen. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us and upon these your gifts of bread and wine. As this bread is Christ's body for us, send us out to be the body of Christ in the world. 
Set your hearts aflame with a love for the truth and the desire to do your will. Make our witness to Christ burn brightly and keep us faithful until Christ comes in final victory and we shall feast with all your saints in the joy of your eternal realm. Through Christ, all glory and honor are yours, Almighty God, with the Holy Spirit in the Holy Church, now and forever. Amen. This is the Lord's table. It is set. You are invited to come, eat, and be filled. On the night that he was betrayed, our Lord gathered with his followers. And after giving thanks, he took the bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you, for the forgiveness of sins. Take and eat and do this in remembrance of me. Jesus has told us, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats from me will never be hungry. So acting And following Jesus' words, we say to you this morning, take and eat. And in the same way, after giving thanks, he lifted up the cup and he said, this is the the cup of the new covenant, my blood Poured out for the forgiveness of your sins. Have you been cut to the heart? If so, may the remembrance of your baptism via Sean Moore being baptized be a strengthening to to you. Also, may this bread and this cup heal your innermost parts. Paul later adds the words, as often as we gather around this table and eat this bread and we drink this cup, we, we proclaim that the Lord has us and that he's coming back for each and every one of us. So take with me the cup of Christ. Please pray with me. Heavenly Father, precious Lord Jesus, powerful spirit. Heal where we've been cut to our hearts. Empower us to be your healing presence as we leave this place. We lift before you 
the suffering families in Texas. We lift before you the suffering families in, in the Ukraine. We follow the advice of our Savior and we pray for Russia. We pray that you would heal heal in magnificent ways so much so that you cannot be denied. I pray in our home country that you would unite like never before. I pray that the church capital C would show up as a healing and loving force smack dab in the middle of all the evil that is floating around. We pray for Dick Clark. We pray for Gil Keller. We pray for Patty Ernst. We pray for all those suffering and going through valleys unforeseen. Wrap your loving arms around us and keep us. Transform us from wounded to wounded healers. We pray all this and we we pray the prayer your your son taught us saying, Our, Our Father, Father, who art, who art in, in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the power and the glory. Amen. I make mistakes. I forget. Would you please stand for this benediction? I Normally we sing the Lord's Prayer and it's dramatic and it's beautiful. That's kind of why it threw me off doing the, the Lord's Prayer. Um, I want to thank my team. Cornell, that's, that's varsity level, man. We were, we, were, we were throwing some major curveballs. And we were, this was Presbycostal right here. We were Presbycostal this morning. And if you showed up and you think this is normally how it is, you'll be, no. This isn't how it usually is, but I'm really grateful to God for the team I work with and then also for your flexibility. But for now, receive this benediction and stay tuned for this choral anthem that's going to send us out with our hair on fire. May God's face shine upon you. May the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit guide and keep you. And may the peace of Christ, which transcends all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds today, tomorrow, and forevermore. May it be so.